Welcome back to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Oh, we got a lot to get into, but we don't have a ton of time to do it. We're off early for Texas baseball, so we're here for a good time, but not a long time. NBA playoff review. We'll talk about the Lakers and the Heat getting big wins last night. And also, we'll preview. We've got the NBA playoff games tonight. Also, another one, uh, Longhorn, who was in the transfer portal, finds a home. We'll preview Texas baseball. My man Hardball is back in the his house. Also, Texans biggest mystery, a wild card in the NFL draft. Jerry Jones finally admits to making a mistake by drafting Zeke that high. Aaron Rodgers trade and reflection. Will Levis now higher odds to be the number one overall pick? What is going on? It's the silly season right here on Ball Don't Lie. We'll get to it. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pimping ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. He is the Mike Hardball Hards, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, bro? What to do, what to do. Sorry I missed you yesterday, mm-hmm. but I'm glad to be back. So much was happening. Patrick asked me earlier today he said man what did you think about all the breaking news I said man the truth be told I didn't know Aaron Rodgers got traded until I showed up at my house and my son (laughs) said what did you think of that I was like what are you talking about then I had to go through my phone and PSA for all the fundraisers that are out there I am a part of it I had a great time yesterday let me explain something to you there is no reason on earth Bucky pay attention for us to play golf for six hours mm-hmm. on a day like yesterday. It ended up being beautiful. Six that is hours. too much time mm-hmm. on the golf course. Mm-hmm. I loved every moment of it. Had a great time with some great people. But, man, come on, dog. Ain't it the point that, of it, though? That, no, it's not. you got to keep it moving. you got to keep it moving. Yes, it's a, it was a great Chamber of Commerce type of day, so to speak. But still, man, I got in my car and I was like, bro, we just played golf for six hours. That's a long time, man. And I wasn't even that great yesterday, but we'll get into it. I'll tell you all about it. Mm -hmm. But let me talk about my man that sits across from me every single day. He hails from H-Town with the get down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card-carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now college football Hall of Fame Longhorn, Derek Johnson from the 254, by the way. Shout out. You know how we do. Said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But, of course, he is a fan of you, the listeners. He is my man and yours, Rod Baby. I appreciate that intro, as always. Let's not waste any time introducing the real MVP, one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustler spirit, period. We don't know what he's paid. We do know that he's underpaid. It's Patrick Davis, y'all. What's going on, Patrick? I'm doing good, man. We're at full force on silly season, aren't we? Silly yeah, season. It is. Uh, we'll get into that on top of the 4 o'clock. Because, <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe this is a good thing because a lot of the reports that have been coming out about the Texans uh, are, in my opinion, they're not good for the uh, at least the draft prospects of the Texans in this draft. Um, so hopefully all of those reports are just misguided or they were all just misinformation, disinformation, and the Texans are just going to go in there and make the best decision uh-huh. for the franchise, which is 
Well, hopefully rare. Carolina's going to help him. Uh, hopefully Carolina. Yeah, yeah, make, silly season. We've been hearing Bryce Young is the guy going over number one overall. Uh, so maybe that's also part of the silly season. So a lot of misinformation, disinformation. We'll try to sift through the detritus a little bit uh, and figure it all out. Specs text line is the best place for you. You are the uh, post of this thing. 512-337-3776. That's the way you get in touch with us. All your uh, comments, your questions, your recommendations, everything. We'll take it. All your participation on the Specs text line. All right, gentlemen, we'll start off with the NBA playoff review. Last night, LeBron getting a big win and also the uh, Miami Heat getting a big win as well. Uh, so we'll get into that. Uh, first, though, Harge, getting back to your golf, your big golf day yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, six hours on the golf course. Don't golf, in a usual golf uh, golf day, about four hours? Yes. Okay. Three, three and a half to three four and a half hours. to four hours. Okay. Yeah. Why did it take another two hours than the <sighs> average eighteen holes? I truly have no answer for you, bro. Okay. I okay. really have no answer because we thought we were moving well. There was only a few areas where we ended up getting hung up a little bit. Yeah. Because there are so many people on each hole. Most of the holes have two teams that start together, so it's not. 18, it's actually 36 teams oh, that are out there. Okay. So, but some teams only have okay. two people, some have four, some people okay. quit. There so were so many things. Play, that's like two rounds of golf then. It can be. Oh, well then that's why no, I no, no, so no, no. I've played in mil I played in a lot of these. We're normally at four hours tops. We try to push it to that mm, point. No, no. And it was a it ended up being a beautiful day. You no, saw six, it. six hours for anything's a long time. My goodness. I don't want to I don't want to do anything for six hours. I don't and, care and what here's it is. the other There's thing nothing too. Every hole had alcohol hours. on it too. Yeah, especially I don't want to be. I don't want to drink. I, I like. I like drinking. Right. I don't want to drink. That's nothing. I think I can think of right now that I would want to do for six hours. And I was what trying to get you, you to come. I was like, Rod, you want to play? No, nope. like, I made, nah, the, not, I now. made the right decision. You did. Because honestly, it's nothing I can think I want to do for four hours. Really, exactly. Most is four and a half hours. So yeah, that's just you did the right thing, thing, bro. But I had blast. I had a blast. No, shout out to did. Troy. Like shout out to Jarrell. Jarrell's former NFL player. Played with Michael Griffin. Mm-hmm. He's from the 254 also. Didn't, yesterday was the first day that I met him. Everybody's from the 254. Oh, just, hey, it just happened to be that way. <laughs> and then shout out to my boy Ryan from Win Reality. We had a great, great time out there. All right. There you yep. go. All yep. right, my man. Uh, hard job. But I'll never want to do six hours again, bro. Like you said, nothing. I, I don't nothing. give a damn what it is. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Find the, spec sex line. Any activity that I would want to do for six hours, say, right, you want to do this for six hours? No. I only want to sit on this beach for six hours. I don't want to Most people will say fishing. Some drink. people will say fishing. Fish for six hours? Yep. Get a yeah. life. My boy, like, what are you my talking boy Dougie about? Fresh will be out on Man, the lake all so day. So you serious? There's nothing. No sex for six hours? Nothing. There's nothing I want to do. That's yes. my problem with group sex. Takes too long. Yep. You know what I mean? Don't put a time limit on this thing. <laughs> all right? We need a clock. Okay? Clock. We that, nothing for six hours. I missed my boy RB yesterday. Oh, my right. man Rod's going to put a pinch clock on the... <laughs> I would. got a pinch clock. That's why... I, that's, that was my biggest complaint. Yeah, I had a complaint even after that. I was like, it took a while. I mean, come on, guys. Didn't There's we all, a lot of walking all, around. We all get what we wanted from this? What is... Why are we... This, I mean, going on two hours. That's a long time. I mean, oh good Lord. Lord. All right. Anyway, sorry. Let's get right that's to it. That's my dog right there. Uh, yeah, we missed you on the show, brother. We missed you. Uh, specs, uh, specs X out, of course, 512-337-3776. Also, you can hit us up via Twitter. And the Twitterverse, uh, Harge is at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. Uh, my man, Patrick, is at It's Patrick Davis. I'm at Rod Baber. Someone said nap. Yep. I can't sleep... Six hours is kind of bare minimum. That's my what? Bare minimum for me. I don't sleep that. I was gonna say you scrape at that I area. I scrape. Right there. I'm about yeah. a five something hour yeah. a night, and yeah. I start. I start kind of you know waking up on my own. 
I, yep. Six hours for me? No. I don't want to do that for six hours I remember hours I asked you. I was like, man, do you sleep? You're no. like, no, not really. No. I yep. can't think of the last time I slept for eight yep. hours. That's crazy yep. to me. So that's just my, for me personally, I can't do anything for six hours that yep. I will enjoy. Yep, yep. Everything that that sounds like torture, like I said, sex, <laughs> drinking, sitting on the beach, it all sounds like torture if I gotta do it for six hours yep. floating on the Colorado for six now, hours. Wait, wait, wait. Yep. Hell no. I, I will say, there are things that can be fun, and then you look at the clock and you're like, man, has it been five hours? Man. Like, there's times I've hung out with people and you're like, man, I can't believe we've been talking for like five hours. There's I been know, that. I think I, I, honestly, I I, can't, I don't think I've See, had a I moment you, like people that. Fish. I told you I know people, people fish. I told you people. It ain't from not for me. Robbie can't do that. <laughs> think, think about this personality out there for six hours. You would be annoyed with me too. You would want me out there with you in a boat for six hours. I cannot relax. You'd be like, Rob, you can't be talking. The fish <laughs> yes, can hear right, you. Right, Robbie, <laughs> shut up. Like your high pitched annoying voice is not cool. But I get it. But I'm saying me for six hours, nothing. Yeah. Oh man, that's outstanding. Someone said, "Yeah, float." I remember my friends used to float the river. Yeah. Oh man, I never wanted to float the river. You know what? <laughs> I always grossed me out about floating the river. No bathrooms around. Yeah, good point. Everybody, I always think about. I said, like, "Where, where, where y'all going to the bathroom?" He was like, "Right here." And I was like, "I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> Not floating with you no more." <laughs> well, that was apparently everybody was just yeah, going uh, to the bathroom. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know that. I was a little ignorant to it. I was like, <laughs> "Oh man, you know what? I can really gotta go." He's like, "Go," and I'm like, "What do you mean? Where is it? Where was it? Porta He's like, "No, you can just go." We're all going. I was like, everybody's just going right now. All you people. I've been, right got, y'all got beer and stuff in the water. We hanging out. It's just going. I've been wiping my face with what we just going. Okay. Yep. I got to get out of yep. here. Gotta give I, I got to go. Yep. I, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's all. I got long here. Yes, I'm sure it's filtered naturally. I get it. But for me, per, the, the visual of just. Yeah, I can never do it with the snakes. Yeah, I never wanted to be the least mobile I could possibly be in a place where snakes live. <laughs> that's also another point. That's yeah. a great one too. I don't like that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of being like, hey, do you want to be on your back where you can't see what's underneath you, <laughs> and you know snakes live somewhere on this river? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, Longhorn and Lubbock got your boy. This is brilliant. Well, about my complaint about nothing I can do for yeah. six hours and enjoy it. Damn you, Longhorn and Lubbock. Damn you. <laughs> he says, listen to the horn. From six to he seven. got you. Damn it. He got you. Damn you, Longhorn yeah. in Lubbock. Got you. Where to shut Rod Davis' big mouth. <laughs> Damn it. Thought I had an airtight take Gotcha. Not an airtight take. <laughs> Thank you, Longhorn Lubbock, for putting me in my place. All right, gentlemen. Let's talk about LeBron James because he put Dylan Brooks in his place. Well, he put you know, he put all the LeBron haters in their place. That, was that not? Okay. When we look at the legacy of LeBron James and they got the win, Lakers last night, 117-111 in overtime. Isn't this going to be one of the games people talk and think about when discussing the legacy of LeBron James? Yep. I, it has to be. And, and we talked about this. It has to be. Last week. Yes, we did. It has he didn't to get be your one 40 of, you wanted, though, he did. He did. He got 20 and 20. That <laughs> equal 40. That's what Shaq said. Shaq said he got 20 and 20, okay. and he got that 40. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. True that. But that's the thing about it is sometimes when you sit here, I've been begging LeBron to answer the bell, right? Mm-hmm. Last two games, that's exactly what he did. He was put in a corner, and people were challenging him, and that's the one thing that we kept saying. Mike would take that as a, a personal. I, I take that personally. <laughs> I take that personally. And that is what I got a chance to see from LeBron James. He came out and executed. We talked about him being clutch. Everybody's talking about the right pass. Yeah. He's always kicking the ball to the next guy. Mm-hmm. He's not the one taking that shot. But when you look at his career, 
He actually is more clutch than people really give him credit for. People want him to take more of those people shots. People want him to take more. But when he takes them. But he makes the pro- he, he makes the right basketball play. Uh, to Tarja's point there, here are a couple of stats. and I got a couple of these from Nick Wright. Nick Wright does a good job of being a kind of LeBron James advocate. <laughs> uh, and uh, these are some crazy stats. So LeBron James did hit the, he hit the, uh, the, the shot to send it in overtime. Game-tying yep. shot to send it into OT. And Clutch then, time. Yes, it was a it was game-tying layup actually to send mm-hmm. it into OT and then had the and one on Dylan Brooks to actually win the game uh, in overtime. That was his game winning shot. So we had a game tying shot in that game, also a game winning shot in that game. Uh, LeBron James now has seven game winning or game tying shots in the final second of playoff games. Mm-hmm. So final, he's got seven of those in the final second of a playoff game. No one else in the last 26 years has more than two. Give him some love, man. He is, uh, yeah, he is seven of twelve, actually. Yes, fifty-eight percent on game, uh, basically game tying or game winning shots in the final second. He is also seven of twelve, fifty-eight percent in his career on game tying, game winning field goal attempts in the final second. Uh, a playoff games, like I said, but for some context, of that Kobe, Steph, Durant, Kawhi, Harden, Westbrook, Dirk, Wade, Duncan, Jokic, T Mac. Uh, and any other legend you can think of, basically, uh, MVPs of his era are combined six of fifty. See there. So he's fifty-eight percent, and all the other legends combined, even Kobe, in that group too. Duncan in that group celebrating to be that today. Patrick, in there. Patrick, we'll give sir, you the floor yes, a little bit later for just for a random Tim Duncan love fest. Because oh, yeah. apparently, there's been some Tim Duncan hatred on the horn lately. Jeff Howe had a tirade recently. About Tim Duncan being a little overrated. And then recently we just had, and I, I love the way Zay set it up, though. Zay, Zay, Zay backed Zay up real said, clean. Yeah, yeah. Zay was basically like, uh, I wouldn't take Tim Duncan as his, I think they asked him, like, with all-time great forwards, like, would he take, he said, I think he, he said Kevin Garnett, and then I think he took Dirk, actually. But he said the only reason he didn't take Tim Duncan is because he think Pops' development and Pop's influence on Duncan was a lot more impactful than people are really to give him credit for. And he, he or any other coach couldn't, they couldn't replicate what Pop did. So that's why you can't take Duncan because Duncan and Pop, they were special together. Yeah. They were a special combo together. Yeah. That you really can't replicate elsewhere. He's not, yeah. not but that's, you could argue that same thing you with Brady and Brady. You could say he may though. not be. The best, he'd still be better than Kevin Garnett. Because <laughs> uh-huh. y'all, y'all not y'all not remembering Kevin Garnett's career. Y'all looking at Kevin Garnett's career and putting the mm. athleticism and the the brains and saying he had his whole career like that. And mm. not remembering the first part was super athletic, the second part was super smart, and there was a little bit in the middle where he was both. But a lot of his early career, he was really good, but it was a lot of athleticism. Hey man, I, just saying. You, hey, I'm just saying. You got you got your boys, uh, you know. <laughs> Tim Duncan. You know you got Tim I, Duncan. I, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not I, disagreeing I, with you. I at all. respect that. Yeah, I'm I not, respect that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Um, okay, uh, just continue. LeBron James uh, now apparently eight of nineteen. But I agree with you though, Patrick. I'm a, I'm actually a Tim Duncan fan over that. I wouldn't take Dirk or KG over Tim Duncan, but I do think it's really close. It's debatable. There you go. Uh, LeBron James now 8 of 19 to tie or take the lead with under five seconds left in playoffs, too. So, I mean, he's uh, yeah, the narrative that started about him not being clutch. I don't know where it started. I, I, because I, the fact that they were believing that he wasn't taking the shot. That's the only reason why. That would be the only conversation that anyone could ever give us would be, well, he didn't take the shot, so he's not the clutch performer. Or he didn't want it bad or enough. Or he don't want it bad he's enough. scared of the yeah, moment. Exactly. Yeah. He, he didn't want to be the one to miss, and then everybody's going to be on his head about it. 
It was like, no, he did what was right on the basketball court. Sometimes that shot that you think you're supposed to take, you get a better shot because that guy is wide open. You're mm-hmm. shooting it over three people. Can I ask you guys a question, though? Because Dylan Brooks didn't want to talk to the media after this game, and it's understandable. I mean, he's, he uh, seems, he's humiliated at this point. I mean, I, I believe the— You brought I, this on yourself, though. You did. You, you played yourself. The, you played yourself. Was that, is that who, who's the DJ says that? Uh, you, oh, you, you played, played yourself. yourself. That was DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. Yeah, <laughs> you, you played, played yourself. yourself. Uh, because Dylan Brooks, how about this little fact or a little nugget about him? Uh, since he called LeBron old, he's got eighteen. He had eighteen total points in his series. <laughs> his team is o for two, um, and he's seven of twenty three. Uh, from the field, two of thirteen from three point range, and Dylan Brooks is postseason among fifty five players with at least forty plus field goal attempts. He's last in points, uh, second to you go look at this is now this is actually from another postseason, but just going to his ineptitude basically. <laughs> uh, it just talks about how he's basically right now the only. I got this stat too from um, Action Network, so shout out to them. Uh, basically, Dylan Brooks is now shooting the lowest percentage of any player. Come on, man. In the postseason, uh, so yeah, he's he uh, he he. I understand. I think he obviously put his foot in his mouth, and he broke character, which he probably shouldn't have. He should just talk to the media and said, "I told you he wasn't gonna score forty, and, 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 and be, self, be self-deprecating. Yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I told y'all he wasn't gonna score forty on me, and yeah. have some fun with it. Him not talking to the media, uh, that's kind of a that's a cowardice move. Talk to the media, Agreed. make fun of yourself. Be no, like, that's. <laughs> That that's you being like, man, why why do why do I need to be the focus now? Like, guys, we're trying to win basketball yeah, games. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That would be great. That, then you'd be like, oh, he's a pretty good villain. Yeah. Even when even when he's, he's down, he's still gonna take a shot. I like it. Yeah, that's what I, I agree with you one hundred percent. Take a shot, man. I'd have came up in there with them shades <laughs> on, with my chest hair hanging out, the hamburger sitting on his chest, and talk about. <laughs> I told you you weren't going to get to the rim like you used to. <laughs> that was a lucky layup. That was a lucky layup. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I was supposed to get some help. Ah. I'm upset he didn't have some fun with it. I expected yep. him to have some fun with it. And the it. fact that he didn't come to the microphone and talk about, I'm out. Nah, man, you made your bed. You need to end up in it. You need to go over there and talk to the folks and, like you said, be self-deprecating and be like, yeah, man, I, th- I guess he's a lot younger than I thought he was. You know, just give him a little bit more of a prop because you saw it when LeBron went over to him before the game was the heavy? other day. He was like, oh, yeah, you asked for this, dog. This what you want? This what you want? Let me put my cape on. Let me put my cape on to show you. What, yeah. what, what do you call it? Put the dark mask man, on. He did. And he came out there and went to work, and he stayed within himself. What was it? Was it last night or the night before where he didn't even – he didn't sc- – oh, it was last night. He didn't score – until the last like three minutes of the of the first quarter, mm-hmm. like he hadn't even taken a shot. Yeah, and then he started coming down, getting to the rim, made two free throws, made a three pointer, and then he missed the last one of that quarter. And they were like, "Uh oh, he's about to get going." Yeah, You're I was right. like Dylan Brooks, you you better get ready because I'm coming now. And I heard a stat um, listening to uh, NBA.com, listening to some of the coverage that the Lakers are 18th in first quarter scoring, but they actually lead the NBA in fourth quarter scoring. That's LeBron. That's LeBron. That's LeBron. That's LeBron. Yeah. Basically, he's essentially kind of trying to feel out his opponent and letting he's, everybody he's, else get theirs. But first. He, exactly. I was going to say even yep. more so, feeling out the teammates yep. and saying, yep. "Hey, any of you guys hot? It? Any of you guys want to yep. step up? You yep. got it. Hey, y'all take it. If not, I'll I'll fill in where needed. And yep. if I'm needed to just go win the damn thing, then you know what? I can help. I just go win the damn thing. So uh, I I love what LeBron did. I love the Lakers uh, effort overall. Yep. We'll see now if. Man, Memphis can make this 
thing interesting. I mean, Memphis now, I mean, obviously it's it's a really good series, uh, but there's no doubt the Lakers have control of the series now with a 3-1 lead. No, man. It's, 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 right? it's their series to lose at this point. Very, very much so. And LeBron's looking at it too like, you know what? I need to go ahead and put this out of reach so we can get a couple days rest. They need it. Let's see what we can do. We're an older team. Everybody's waiting for them to continue to hit that mark. And if they can get some a few more days rest, they're going to go ahead and close this out. Well, John Morant did his thing. I mean, he's been playing well, he even with a busted hand. He's been aggressive. But you look at the play last night when he got to the rim and LeBron took the charge and how he came down again. Twice. Hurt, hurt his hand again. I I, and, man, John I mean, he Morant. Looks, he looks out of what, control. What are, you, what are you trying to do? What do you think was going to happen exactly. when you're like, oh, well, there's some, there's a man in between me and the rim. I'm, a po- I'm just going to go, thinking about I'm gonna go harder. Him. Like, why? You, yep. You're not jumping over him. Yep. No. I, I don't know what he was thinking. Because all you had to do was change away, and LeBron would have fouled him. Yep. Like, all you have to do is, is step to the side, and LeBron has to move to guard you, and there's no one else there to block your shot. So all you have to do is change your direction, mm-hmm. and instead he jumped. I don't care. He's athletic enough to adjust. Yeah, it's just stubborn. Uh, yeah, just it was stubborn. Just, it was just silly that he did that. I, I think for for the Lakers, going to be if Anthony Davis is going to show up because we know he got hurt a little bit. He looked awful before he got hurt. He looked way worse after he got hurt. He couldn't even put in little bunnies around the basket, and then shows up in the like he hits a crazy layup in overtime, gets the block to send him in overtime. Yeah. You're like, what? Whoa, whoa! So you can do it. You just playing hurt. <laughs> yep. Then you then you show up at the end. So I, I don't know if he's going to be a hundred percent or be able to play in Memphis or what they're going to do. But you need him to show up because if he shows up in that game, it's not as close. Yeah. But he just has a awful game, and for whatever reason, they rode with him, and they didn't put in Vanderbilt. They didn't try to put in Mo Bamba. They didn't try and put in Trey. Like you said, they need him. They know they need like, him. But he need- was, I mean, like basically not boxing anybody out, not going for rebounds. And then when he get a when he get a ball, he put it up a foot away from the basket and miss it. You're like, this is just bad. So you think he's hurt? That's why. Well, he did so hurt his hip in the game, mm-hmm. and then he was kind of. They said at the he's sitting on the side, the end of the bench, rubbing his hip away from the team. So he was hurt in his own head for a lot of it. But I don't know if he's that hurt. Then be like, cool. We'll sit you down. We'll put in Vanderbilt. Yeah. Or we'll put in Mo Bamba. We have other bigs, and I get you don't want them to play. You want Anthony Davis because you need him to win the series. But if he's hurt, then you can't have him in there. And then in the fourth quarter, in the end of the fourth quarter in overtime, all of a sudden, he puts it and goes, you know, mind over mind over body, yeah, yeah. and has a great finish to the game. I think a lot of you inspired by LeBron. LeBron started I, yeah. taking over. Uh, he really did. I mean, that was that was impressive for a 38 year old uh, player to step up and pretty much just uh, decide to put the team on his back and also put the cape on. Ride uh, with me. Yeah, exactly. That's what he said. At Memphis, how about this, guys? They're now um, two and fifteen against the spread. Zero and seventeen straight up as road underdogs this year. Mm. It's weird. There's a Very real weird. underdog, man. They just can't seem Very uh, to win one. Uh, okay, let's also we got to get some props, man. We got to talk about playoff Jimmy. Uh, we can't <laughs> can't have a playoff review about talking when I talk about playoff Jimmy, gentlemen. Playoff Jimmy, fifty six points. Uh, that, by the way, the fourth most in playoff history by one any individual. Only Michael Jordan sixty three, uh, Elgin Baylor sixty one, and Donovan Mitchell uh, had I believe it was fifty seven. 
Mm-hmm. Those are the only players who have scored more than Jimmy Butler in a playoff game. It did uh, lead the Heat to a win, 119-114. Um, and, guys, that was – he had 20 – how about this? He had 20 – if you go look at it, I believe he had 21 in the fourth quarter, 22 in the first quarter. Yes. He balanced himself <laughs> out. He balanced himself he out. He started out on yeah. gangbusters and ended gangbusters. Yeah. He, he was that guy, and that was the guy that we've been waiting to see. We've talked about Jimmy Buckets and what he's been able to do and who. when is he going to show up because when Tyler Hero went out, that's when Jimmy had to step up. We mm-hmm. all knew it was going to happen because who is going to be that guy to take that player's place because of the injury. And for him to be able to do that, the way he was able to come out there and be aggressive and put the team on his back. I mean, he was playing defense, too. He wasn't just scoring. Mm -hmm. He was doing a little bit of everything and the energy that he was able to play with. We've all seen when players get hot, but Jimmy was in a different zone yesterday. The way he was moving, the way he was doing a step back. How many times have you ever seen Jimmy do a step back? Very rare. And he hit it. Ended up being a two. Should have been a three. He was in his bag. He was in his bag. He was in that thing. Yeah, I mean, it's – you can tell that he must have seen that player poll where people started to talk about him a little mm-hmm. bit, and, and uh, he did not take kindly to it, and it's shown up that he wants to be the man right now. I, I mean, look, his field goal percentage is through the roof. And when you talk about star players in the NBA, and especially when you get to playoffs, I mean, if you're getting close to 50% shooting from a lot of these guys, you're doing pretty good because they're, they're going to be bulk shooters. Jimmy Jimmy's shooting like over 60% Because he's in shooting 60 Three point eight percent. that's from insane. The field in this Jimmy gonna do what Jimmy gonna do, and he's just finding good shots and getting them, and that's hard to do. When insane now, like the fact that Duncan Robinson decided to be a part of this team again, see, it's like real good timing because Tyler Hero goes down, and Duncan Robinson's gonna hit some shots. But it's amazing to me that he's been able to turn it up to that level. And you wonder how much of it is, like it was that Tyler Hero got hurt, and they basically said we don't have another scorer now. And Lowry's picked it up some, but. He just said, "I'm all right, cool. I, yeah. I'll do it. I need to have this chip on my shoulder. I have to be this guy. And if you give me that, I can go beat anybody." Yeah, I, I mean, it's gonna be the rest of the series should be fun because I want to see I want to see Milwaukee with their back up against the wall. I mean, they kind of had it already up against the wall, but they're in Miami. Yep. This is Giannis' first game back. He didn't look like he was at full speed yet. Yeah, he did look a little slow moving around. He didn't look as gracious. Even when at the end of the game when they were giving him the ball, yeah. he, didn't, he, he couldn't explode to the rim. No, like he, wasn't, he, was. he wasn't finishing the way he needed yeah. that he would normally finish. So it'll be interesting to see when they go back to Milwaukee if he can turn up that level and can get back in the series because, man, you don't want to be a favorite to win it all, and everyone just goes, yo, and you know the guy who came out a couple weeks ago and said, I think I should win the MVP every season. And then even though you missed a couple games, you get knocked out in the first round when you're on the court because now he's back on the court. Yeah. Jimmy Butler averaging 36.5 points per game in this series, shooting 63.8% from the field, like Patrick mentioned, 53% from three-point range, 74% from the, field, uh, from the free throw line. Oh, yeah. He is playoff, playoff Jimmy. Jimmy, dog. And round of applause to the referees for not giving him a technical on that last. That Where last he was almost trying to tear down the rim. Wait, round of applause <laughs> for the refs not giving him a technical. Because I'm watching, it, I'm like, oh, that's a tech. Because that was a little excessive. It was, and it's the like that's the call is because yep. they don't want you to start a fight by doing that. Amen. Round of applause for them not calling the technical because technically it was, but really a bad call if you called it right then. I know yep. Miami right now. Think about this, guys. 
they were 25th in offense in the regular season. They're first right now yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. With Tyler <laughs> Hero going now. Because of Jimmy. Yeah, with it's Ty- just of with Ty- Tyra, it's, it's Tyra all Hill. Jimmy buckets. I mean, like you said, Patrick, they've decided, you know what, Jimmy, it's all you. And like your, your mama's got that saying, uh, let Jesus take the wheel. Let Jimmy <laughs> take the wheel. <laughs> let Jimmy take the wheel, yeah. bro. Let Jimmy I'll take you, the hey, wheel. Man, if you've got a star player shooting 63% in the playoffs, you're like, yeah, ride that until it stops. Let's go. Yep. Yeah. No question. It's fun. it's unbelievable how well uh, Jimmy Butler's playing. Love All right, it. we'll talk some more NBA uh, <clears throat> coming up a little bit later on in the top of the 5 o'clock. We come back. We'll talk uh, the latest uh, transfer portal departure from Texas who has found another home, and we'll preview Texas baseball trying to rebound from one of the worst home series in Texas baseball history, actually. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. That's not, that's, that's, that's I wasn't not hyperbole. hyperbole. There yeah, you that's go. That's not me exaggerating. No, that's no. the truth. We'll be right back. All right, here on Ball Don't Lie, 104 Nine the Horn. Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Top of the charts Tuesday, my favorite musically-themed day of the week. That's my man Patrick's Takes Jams. I reached the top of the Billboard charts on this day in history. Oh, yeah, you went back for this one. You went way, way back. You know, back in the 60s? Early 60s. This is uh, Wayne Fontana and the Mindbenders. Oh, okay. The Mindbenders. Mindbenders. This I, is, I, this I know is what mindbending sounded like in 1964. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, we're really going to F with their minds, man. <laughs> Woo, look how crazy this wild beat is. It's like, all right. We're going we're gonna <laughs> to smoke some weed and really mess with them, guys. <laughs> That's exactly right. I like it. Oh, man, there you go. I'm Ed Patrick. Oh, it's Broaden Horizons on a Top of the Charts Tuesday. Uh, also, we do want to give a shout-out to uh, – to Tim Duncan, who was celebrating a birthday today. That's right. Because uh, Patrick is a huge Spurs fan, and I guess yes, this sir. is an unofficial holiday in Spurs, in I mean, Spurs realm. Yeah, any any day that Tim Duncan wants to celebrate, we will all celebrate with him. Why does it? Why does the city of uh, San Antonio make it like an unofficial holiday? I think I think the city well, would probably do more for Tim Duncan if he wanted the city to do there, more. Oh yeah, so he, he wouldn't even show up at Tim Duncan Day. No. It's like Tim Duncan Day without Tim Duncan. Yeah, Tim Duncan Day. What's he doing? Playing video games? <laughs> yeah. I always hanging th- out with his kids. Is there a Tim Duncan statue in San Antonio yet? I don't believe so. No. Okay, when's that coming? I mean, it's about. I mean, we we agreed they're going to be one, right? It's gonna yeah. Be a Tim I don't know statue. how many statues there are around that building when they built it. What's, I don't know why. What are they waiting on? I don't know. Tim Duncan statue seems like a. It seems no-brainer. like a no brainer. Yeah. Right. They should do how many? Okay, so how many championships they got? Five. Five. They should do a Tim Duncan statue different places around the city. Uh, for, to every championship every they got with Tim Duncan, I yeah. like it. So just a different, different, different like, like marquee it. spot around the city in San Antonio. You can go kind of kick it with a Tim Duncan statue in a different pose, different pose yeah. for every championship. You know when he starts to get older and yeah, there you go. Changes yeah. knee braces and stuff, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, five-time NBA champion, three-time Finals MVP, um, two-time MVP, 15, 15-time All Defense, fifteen-time All NBA. You said ten-time First Team, yeah, All NBA, ten time. Yeah. All is NBA it. is like all pro. That's the you know what I'm saying? That ain't a pro and, bowler. Yeah. You're an all pro. Yeah. That might yeah. be the separate between him and KG, honestly. And KG is a great player. We're not, you know, but, man, first team all NBA? No, yeah. I mean, uh, Michael Jordan had 10 first teams. And now he played a lot shorter career. We know that he t- retired halfway through and came okay. back and then retired early. So there's some that goes into that as well. But he has 10. Uh, LeBron's the most of all time with 13. And Kobe... And Carl Malone have eleven. 
Kareem, Tim Duncan, Bob Cousy, Jerry West, Michael Jordan, Bob Pettit all have 10. Elgin Baylor also with 10. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a pretty elite company. There. It is an elite company. It, no, I'm, I'm a Tim Duncan. I'm on the Tim Duncan uh, bandwagon. Pretty elite company. There. He's, no, I, I'm a Rockets and fan. And you're doing it against guys like Kevin Garnett. And you're doing it against, he played against Carmel. Like, he played against a lot Some of those guys that are up players. there yeah. and was able to continually get on that list. No, the biggest complaint about Tim Duncan, honestly, is that his game is so technically proficient that it's boring. Yeah, for, you're right, basically yeah. for NBA fans. Yeah, and for, for Shaq fans <laughs> and Lakers fans, are mad because that 2003 team uh, ended that what they thought should be a four peat because they were like we were going to win it in 04, but the Spurs came in and beat us. Yeah, but considering the Spurs were dynastic too, I don't know if you could have just said, but the oh, it, it would have had it, but yeah, because the Spurs they had their own damn dynasty in it too. Uh, all right, uh, so uh, showing some love to uh, Tim Duncan. I know there's a lot of Tim Duncan fans in the uh, on our with, with our listenership, no question. Uh, all right, let's get to this. Uh, well, first, let's talk Texas baseball. Harch, they got a game. No. no. I, I, see, I told you. I, I know. This is why Hart didn't show up yesterday. That's why he was golfing for six hours. He didn't want to talk about that. Uh, the Sooners had to broke out the brooms on Texas. Hey, uh, no, we were waiting. To, we didn't talk about it much yesterday. I know either. you didn't. We I just, know you didn't. We mentioned it, but we didn't yeah. want to break it down. Yeah, it you was, want to break it down right I now? I do. I okay. do. And it Give breaks it down me. to pitching. Okay, it breaks down to pitching. Um, when you're out there on the mound and you're not finding the strike zone, one of the things that I've always talked about is. Pitching to contact. Sometimes you don't have to pitch to um, strike everybody out. Sometimes if you got a good defense behind you, you go ahead and let them work behind you. And if the the hardest thing about it is you don't give yourself an opportunity to uh, make plays. What have I always told you when I see people walking around? I said it's terrible for an infielder or an outfielder because you're not prepared. So when the ball is getting hit to you, all of a sudden, it's a shock treatment yep. because I, I wasn't expecting a hit. Well, you're supposed to be ready for it. Well, dude, just walk six people. I'm not <laughs> supposed to be prepared when a guy is walking six people. So that has been the biggest thing for the for the University of Texas is being able to find the strike zone consistently. It's not always about making a big out pitch as far as the strikeout with a breaking ball or trying to run a fastball in in certain counts. Yeah. It's finding the consistency of pounding the strike zone. You know, you go back to Friday and you look at how well you look at how well um uh, uh Lucas Gordon pitched. He pitched well. Texas should have won that game. They've left runners in scoring position. They should have they, they could have went out there and did what they needed to do to mm-hmm. sneak that wind in. Yeah. But then you go out there and you look and see what happens the next day. You end up having to piece some things together because you weren't expected to do a double header. You end up getting a double header. And so it's like, ah, here we go. But again, I see the texter said there were five of, uh, oh, that's CB. There was five top 10 teams that ended up being swept this weekend too. Hmm. Yes. But I think that those five of those top 10 teams are in a different place than where Texas was in this entire weekend, especially on Sunday, I was sitting there going through all the numbers and I was like, I know they're going to ask me about that panic button. I know they're going to no, ask me about no, that panic no. button. Like, it, I knew it wasn't. I was going to text you about it as a joke. <laughs> on Saturday, I was like, you know what? Let me not rub it in. Yeah. Let me not rub but, it in. But I don't like it either. Here's the here's the biggest thing for me. There's no need to panic. The biggest problem that, like I said, is if they can't rebound on the pitcher's mound. Mm. The pitcher's mound. You know, you hear Coach Pierce talking about there's going to be a lot of changes. There, there, You don't need to go scorched earth right here. I think most of that was because you lost to your rival. Number one, that what did I tell you at coming home. into that? 
What did I say? I yeah. said, man, I know people are going to look at this and say, man, they're playing Oklahoma. Oklahoma's at the bottom of this. I said, it's a rivalry. It doesn't you matter. Did say that. It does not matter what the records are. It doesn't matter. It's just like football, just like basketball. Whenever you are playing your main rival, y'all can be 0-6 each. Hmm. But when y'all play each other, yeah. it's for the championship and bragging rights. And I think that's why he was so fired up. Uh, after the interview, and I got a chance to listen to the whole interview, and some of the things that he said, I wasn't, I wasn't too worried about it. Everybody's talking about he needs to give an Augie speech. No, he doesn't. This is not the time for that. This team was just in first place before the weekend. Yeah. So calm it down, and they can be right back in it. They can be right back in the mix, and the separation of the the records are minimal compared mm-hmm. to what we were used to. What did I say? Texas can still win the Big Twelve because I seen the Big Twelve. They're not all that great. They're all pretty much the same. So there is still a lot of opportunity that is there. So we'll see how it plays out. they got a big game tonight against Texas Southern. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can hear that right here with my man Craig Way. Right after we get off, we get off at 6.15, first pitch 6.30. Uh, but the main thing is they have to be able to find that groove again. And this Texas Southern team is pretty doggone good themselves. They have a good record as well. Uh, DJ Burke is going to make the start? Yep, first uh, start since he's been here. Yeah, man, he only made one start at San Jack. So mm. this is this is going to be a big test for him, but this is also one of those things where it's going to be Johnny Holstat. They're going to they're okay. going to run some guys out there, see how long DJ can go. Get some guys back into a rhythm that can go out there and throw strikes. That's going to be the most important part. Can you cut down the walks? Can you can you figure out a way to get guys out without throwing uh, a bunch of wild pitches and walking people? Uh, not a nap guy. I love the gift. <laughs> Costanza. <laughs> well done. And yep. also, thank you, Texters. Well, I love the Specs text line. Uh, I was ignorant because I'm not a Spurs fan. Tim Duncan Day. 721. 721. How about that? July 21st, made, made official by the mayor of San Antonio. Yeah. That's nice. I, I know they've given him a, a number of things. Now, I didn't know he had an official day, so there you go. He's already celebrated. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so you got it in July. There it is. Why did they make it that day without so specific? Did it? What? I know 21 is his number, so well, I'm sure so that is it. They 21 on any month. Yeah, Why does I'm not sure. Okay, anyway. Thought- they told him 21. Yeah. Can you do something? <laughs> <by man?" laughs> the top of my head, I don't know. Well done. Well done, like well done there. Uh, okay, let's talk. Oh, you know what? Actually, we can get to this really quick. I can got a little bit of time. Brennan Thompson hit yep. the transfer portal. What was that last week? Mm-hmm. Right after the spring, spring game. game, pretty yep. much. And now it is official, official. He is transferring to Oklahoma. Speaking of, Texas yep. hated rival. Mm-hmm. That's yep. a nice little segue. I don't know if it's a nice little segue. It's not it's that a nice. segue. Oh, yeah, Brendan Thompson, now uh, he is going to go to Oklahoma. And, I mean, this is a guy that was highly recruited. I mean, he was one of the top 25 yep. ranked rated receivers in the country uh, coming out. But I do think. And I heard that he was number three as a transfer portal guy, too. Like one of the top oh, three players. Oh, because they ranked those yeah, guys. Yeah, they ranked those guys. That was still available. He went into yeah. the top three because he was though. late. That makes sense yep. to me. I yep. mean, you talk about a guy that ran a 21-2. 200 meters in high school, 10, 400 meters, and he was a two-sport athlete here at Texas running mm-hmm. track. So I'm assuming he's going to be a two-sport athlete there at Oklahoma. So you get you know a lot of bang for your buck 
when yep. you give a guy like that a scholarship. So that was the guy that I, I kept thinking. I was I kept looking at Oregon as the the, the place for him. Oklahoma does. I, I mean, I just, track power, but track to me, I don't think a track when I think Oklahoma. Well, that might be another reason why he goes there because then he can be that that representation can, for you, and you know what the wide receiver core looks like for Oklahoma. This might be a walk in and play right away type yeah, of situation right. for him. Um, he is. He, yeah, you're right. Maybe he wants to be that dude. Yep. Maybe he wants uh, to be that I will say dude. this though, and I keep saying it. It's you know, it's very similar. And I, I'm not, I'm not advocating for cyber stalking your exes, but most people do cyber stalk their exes. Around 80 percent of y'all look at y'all exes stuff on social media, and that's okay. Uh, but in this case, uh, Longhorn fans and even college football fans really college sports fans, you should keep up with your exes in the case of the players who are hitting the transfer portal because I do think it's a healthy way of being able to gauge the attrition in your program. If your players are going to power five programs and they are taking you know kind of parallel moves and they're not having to drop down in com- competition level, that says a lot about yep. how well you evaluate players and how well uh, you really you know bring in talent and you're churning out and up Upgrading the bottom of your roster, so Love it. it's a good it's a good problem to have for Texas. Even though uh, right now I think everybody's dealing with attrition. We'll talk a little bit more about that because Deion Sanders actually Oof. has some uh, attrition issues that people have been bringing up as of late. All right, we'll come back and we'll get into the flex on the other side right here on Ball Don't Lie on One Hundred Four Nine Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Top of the charts Tuesday. That's when Patrick plays jams. I reached the top of the Billboard charts on this day in history. And, yeah, I like that little Jackson 5 for you. But Jackson 5 has been on top of the charts Tuesday a few times, actually. Yes, it's one of your Well, I don't know if it's one of your favorite bands to go to, but it's definitely one of the uh, the featured bands we've heard many a times on top of the trust today. Maybe because he just had so many damn hits. Yeah, a ton of hits? Yeah. Fr- radio-friendly hits? Radio-friendly. They were all about getting on the radio. They're hits that people still know today? Uh, they. That's a great point, though. They're still hits people know today because they're still like played either on like commercials and TV shows, stuff like that. That's a great point, man. Um, yeah, you know, considering... Yeah, actually, the Jackson 5, even though, you know, Michael Jackson became more iconic, yeah, it's random that people still know Jackson 5 songs. Nobody still sings Destiny Child. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Well, it depends on who it is. I mean, what song it was. I was talking about about you the other day because we were driving in the car, and I hope the Mrs. um, Babers isn't listening. Mm, But uh, Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland was on, and I was explaining to my son, that was my boy. That was my boy right there. We, uh, I, you know, hey man, I had a shot. Yeah, I said that's my boy. Right and I, there. and I, I didn't, I, I think I, I didn't take the shot. I should have took the shot. Yeah. Hey man, I should have took the you shot. You miss one thousand percent of the shots you don't take. Exactly right. <laughs> I had the info. I had the digits. And when they told me, when she told me they were moving to California to pursue 
their careers as musicians in a you know in a group and a girl group and i was like oh that sounds cute that's great <laughs> you know i mean great. Yeah, I, you I, 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 I ain't gonna wait for we, you girl no i do i said we keep in touch i was like we'll keep in touch i'm no not doubt. waiting on you we I can wish stay social in touch media and stuff like that was around like then it would be easy it was hard to keep in touch back in the day you had to really go out of your way i was yeah. still writing letters back in the day we was you know what i mean write letters <laughs> you remember phone cards you get a phone card or something like that. Try to dial long distance. Long distance no. still cost money back then. No. Now you ain't nobody know what the hell you're talking about. You talking about long distance. They don't it's, know. It was hard back then. True. Try to keep in touch. So it wasn't worth it though. I should have. I should have invested more time. Yeah, you should have. Next no, time you I, did good. You next did time good. I heard from Kelly, she was on television saying no, 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 no. <laughs> she was saying yeah, yeah. See, I was like, people still listen to Destiny's Child. I was like, dad, that's <laughs> Kelly right there. That's. I probably should have called she her. She all grown up. Definitely should have called her. I got one of them stories, yeah, too. Yeah. Oh, we all did got some Yeah, of them we stories. got one of them. Uh, the Flex, uh, hopefully the Flex uh, generation learns from our mistakes. FLXATX.com, FLXATX, and all of your social media platforms. Uh, Harge, you actually got some, I don't know if this is breaking news, but you got some inside info on a big story that will impact high school football here in the Flex area. I do, I Huge. do. I got a chance to talk. Uh, the information came out last night, and I hit up my boy Mike Adams, and I was like, "Wait, what, long what?" I was like, what, what, "What? What's happening?" And you know, he's been in the area. He's cut it. He's coached in Huddle. He mm-hmm. coached coached in Georgetown. He's been in there. He was in New Braunfels as an administrator. He was okay. running the program. Well, now he's coming to Vandegrift to be the wide receivers coach. And he just so happens to have us two sons in the program two of them. that will be playing at a very high level soon. Uh, one of them is Deuce Adams, who is a top quarterback in the nation, who is already committed to Louisville, Louisville Cardinals. Yeah. You know who went to Louisville? Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know, so he's ding, ding, he's ding, there. Ding, ding. And then his brother, Eli, is one of the top wide receivers in the nation as well. Very athletic family. But take it even further, both of those guys are really good at baseball, too. Okay. Um, so wow. this is a big year for Vandegrift, who already got a transfer in one. Mark Henry's son, Jacob Henry, who's making a name for himself. So Vandegrift, the Vipers. They're making some moves. They're making a high lot of make noise. Off-season moves? Making, <laughs> making noise over there, man. Yeah, how do high schools they make They all off-season? walking around going, <laughs> <laughs> That's that viper for you. <laughs> they got that little snake for you, boy. Do they actually do that? Or you I don't know. I just up? made that up. That's what I would think a viper sounded cool, like. I wish the stadium would go to s- at one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would they be would, awesome. That would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. I think Hard just made up a new little. And, um, <laughs> and adding to the fact too, they got the top wide receiver in Miles Coleman over there too. That's yes, being recruited. He's a good player. So you're you're you now have created this monster at Vandergriff. With just a couple players, three players coming into that program already on top of a team that played for a state championship last year. Let's mm, not forget. That's true. So that's man, uh that's I, gonna be interesting. Uh no, I man, I like that. And I yeah. like your idea about the hiss from the Vipers. Do Vipers hiss? We probably gotta do some actual research. Oh, it's a snake. They, you know they got the hiss. But all snakes do all snakes hiss? All snakes hiss. All you know are you just saying you know that or you all just say that? Hiss. I think you just saying that. You I didn't say they that. all rattle. Oh, I didn't say they all rattle. snake is <laughs> Hey man, out of all they the animals, the ones that I look at, man, <laughs> them snakes is something. They, <laughs> they all is, <laughs> and they do. I love your idea about the vipers. Yep. Yep. Y'all should steal that. 
Y'all should. should. Y'all should be I'll give y'all permission. Thing. I'll yeah. give y'all permission yeah, for the that. The flex, baby. I like that. And then one more thing I want to give Go in here, Flex. Hard, hard Park, we don't give them enough love, but they had just made a new coaching hire. Coach Jaron Vieira excuse me, has become the new women's basketball coach there at uh, Hyde Park. He used to be a coach, assistant coach at Georgetown High. He also was an assistant coach at Tarleton State University, and he is a family friend and went to high school with my son, Michael, my older son, Michael, and I'm so proud of him. He lost his father a couple, a few years back. His oh, father man. used to be a softball coach oh. at um, Georgetown as mm-hmm. well. His brother is the head baseball coach for the state champion Georgetown Eagles baseball team as well. So coaching runs deep mm-hmm. into their family. So congratulations to him. I'm very, very proud of that young man. Yeah, there you go. My man Hard's got all the inside info do, on do, the flex do, today. Appreciate your efforts there, brother. All right, we come back. We got uh, some NFL news notes and nuggets. Texans are the biggest wild card in this NFL draft. Jerry Jones admitting to a mistake. We'll get Hard's thoughts about the Aaron Rodgers trade that all went down. We'll give you some more details about that. And the silly season might have hit its peak last night when Vegas started to shift the Will Levis draft odds. We'll what? explain on the other side. Right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn.